Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show today. I think I've got an echo that I need to take care of. I installed a new mic, you know, this uh, portable mic, and I think we have an issue. So let me get that taken care of real quickly, which I will do quickly. And it's fixed. Yes, it's fixed. Anyhow, we are going to have a great program for you today, folks. But before I get started with the program, before I get started with the program, I want to talk about something that is really, really bothering me. We talk a whole lot about the media. We talk a whole lot about the media not doing its job, the media, the way they tell the stories. It's really not in the, in the best interest of us all. And I, I want to talk on several subjects. I want to talk about inflation, including the price of gasoline. I want to talk about the backlog, the supply chain that everybody talks about. Because the narrative out there is that somehow President Biden is responsible and the government is responsible for doing all these things. And at the same time, we have those who would say, government, get, government, get out of our lives. We don't want the government involved. Make up your confounded minds, people. The reality is, this is not a government issue. Supply chain. Let's start with the supply chain. Why do we have a supply chain problem? Did the government tell folks not to bring product over to the United States during the pandemic when we knew the pandemic was that if you have a bunch of people that have not been spending for a while and the pandemic is going to be over, that they should go ahead and pre-position things to ensure that when the people want their products, they get it. That's not a government thing to do. That is a private sector thing. So who screwed up? The private sector. You know, we always talk about the private sector being more efficient. And that is true. But efficient for whom? It is important that we understand these things. It's so, so, so important. Whenever we talk about the efficiency of the private sector, we're talking about the efficiency of the private sector, not for the private sec not for the people that the private sector serves, but for the corporate, the owners of the corporations within the private sector who wants to maximize on the profits for the shareholders and also monies for the executives, bonuses for the executives. Screw the people. The people don't matter. And these executives' loyalty will never, ever be for the people. They're only to the people to the extent that they keep the people sufficiently happy to continuously pill for them to move their, threat, their, their income to their shareholders. It is so important for us to understand the efficiency of the private sector. It's not inherent for, it's not there for the people at large. They don't care about you. Corporations have no, there is no incentive. And if you doubt it, you can simply check out uh, what Milton Friedman spoke about back in the, I think it was the 70s, where he said there is no loyalty that business, corporations should have for doing good. Their sole purposes, executives' sole purpose is to maintain the wealth 
of the, corp of the corporation and the people who own the corporation. So when you see supply chain issues, remember, there are supply chain issues because the corporations thought by not bringing in product, by not ordering product until it was absolutely needed, they weren't going to lose or burn any profits to make things easier for the population. The efficiency is not for the population. The efficiency is for the shareholders. Always remember that. The efficient allocation of resources is not to make lives better for the people. It is to make life better for the corporations, to make life better for those who are in charge. You have to understand that. So therefore, when you're watching TV and you hear them talking about uh, supply chain issues, Biden and all these Democratic, progressive Democrats, because we can't, you know, uh, any, a blue dog Democrat is no, there's no distinctive difference between a blue dog Democrat and a moderate Republican at all. None whatsoever. They're the same. They're just there to hold space for the corporations. But it's important for us to understand. It is important for us to understand. The supply chain issue is a private sector issue and we must start identifying it that way and democratic progressive politicians must come out and say the, the supply chain problem is the efficiency of the private sector in action. The efficiency of the private sector in action is directly responsible for exactly responsible for that eventuality. The other issue I want to talk about is inflation, but before I talk about that, I want to welcome all our great people here. May Wood, good morning, y'all, from Long Beach, California. Long Beach is where I also all your ports are filled up, right? There are 100 ships off the coast of Long Beach and, and LA and Bakersville, all these port cities. ¿Qué pasó? Rain hasn't started here yet, but it's coming. I hope you get the rain that you need, Maywood. I hope it moves to the western, northern part as well, so that the the the, the bridge waters or the the the, the uh, what you know where the water starts for the Colorado River will get a whole lot of rain, and that, that will get the snow caps filled up a bit. I really hope so because the Colorado River is in tremendously bad shape, never seen before. Welcome aboard, Mike Cisak says, the government screwed things up. No, Mike Cisak, it's not the government that screwed things up, Mike Cisak. It is the private sector that screwed things up. And the private sector is responsible for people like Manchin and Cinema, who will allow them to continue to get away with the pilfer of the American people. E2247 says, hello relatives, today's visit will be greatest ever visit for once. Kathy C. Courtney, welcome aboard. After World War II, supplies were also short temporarily and similar to this pandemic. Businesses like John Deere, Amazon, Kellogg, Johnson & Johnson doing well, wealth big S. And they could at least share a tad of profits with workers. They should share it with workers, but you know what else they're doing? What they look, Amazon made a killing, a killing from our misery and pays very little, if any, taxes. 
but they use all our roads to deliver their they use our roads more than most corporations do and yet they don't want to pay the taxes that to fix the roads right they don't want to invest in infrastructure that they use they are suckers they are parasites remember that they that's the clear and present definition of a parasite corporations parasite synonymous parasites they want to be a human being corporations are a legal and are legal entities they live and die by them well they live they don't die unless they go bankrupt right and even then sometimes they don't die okay bruce pollard welcome aboard bruce good day y'all we need to go solar right away i agree we are starting and you know what photovoltaic cells are very very inexpensive now and battery battery costs should go down i mean we've actually found been able to mine a whole lot of um what's that what's that um not cadmium what what was it again the new batteries you know what i'm talking lithium right here in the united states not only in afghanistan we can get lithium right here in the united states as well we need to get busy let's see harvard illinois a ukrainian oligarch bought a midwestern factory and let it rot what was really going on he was trying to hide money likely okay the story uh, another one from e2247 u.s prosecutors say decaying plant was part of a broader scheme across the midwest to hide millions of oh so you had the answer already e2247 bruce pollard say here i'm holding space you're holding more than space. You're holding intellect, brother. E2247, hello. Uh, Sarah B-Thing says, hello. Hey, Sarah, I thought I saw you up in the top, but it scrolled off. Did I see that right? Yes, Sarah B-Thinks. How do you say that? Sarah B-Thinks. Or tell me how you say that. Write it phonetically. But howdy, Sarah. How are you doing? E2247 says, Bruce, Hello. And Mike Cisak says, there is a reason for just-in-time production and inventory is that it's extremely expensive to have storage of product due to government regulation and taxes. Silly, silly, silly statement, my brother Mike Cisak. Just-in-time is wrong because of exactly what we're seeing. Just-in-time is a way for companies to increase their profits. Of and by the way, the way you talk about inventory calling taxes, it's it's just a matter of realizing that inventory is does have value and if, if if you're taxing on value you should tax on value and they should pay their fair share in taxes so it's just saying that oh they're keeping money away you prove your statement proves my point the only reason they jump to just in time inventory is so that they won't have to pay any damn taxes that is why they do it just like we said uh, efficiency for the shareholder that savings that they have they don't pass it to you they pass it to the shareholder you're the sucker prices are going to go down on gasoline you want to bet how that it doesn't track come on guys be real uh, Kathy Courtney yep Amazon tax evader absolutely Mike Cisek says government is a parasite. No, government cannot be a parasite because government does not keep any of the taxes it collects. You see how they treat that. You see how they teach you to be trastornado. They treat you not to think. The right treats you not to think. Here's what Mike Cisek says. 
Mike Cisak says, the government is a parasite. They're the one milking the corporations or trying to take money from the corporations. That's what Mike Cisak says, right? But the government is a pass-through. They collect the money from those who have it, and they go ahead and they build roads and so forth that all of us use. That's not a parasite. The government doesn't hold on to anything. In fact, many of the taxes the government takes goes right back into the public sector. The private companies that build the roads, the private companies that does healthcare, the private com I want to get rid of all them private companies. There's no possibility that the government is a parasite because the government is a pass-through. However, the corporation is a parasite. Why? As the people who work for the corporations work, they skim money like a parasite does, skim some of your blood, and give it to a bunch of rich cats that are doing absolutely nothing. Think about it, folks. Think about it. When, when a corporation builds something and makes money off of something, a lot of that money then goes right back into the coffers of the people, or rather of the owners of the corporations, and of the executives. So there are the parasites saying, okay, I sell you bread that was made by the for that was the wheat was made by the farmer, the, the labor was made by those people who make the bread, and we're gonna charge X amount to the average American citizen for the bread, and that profit that's left over, I keep. And what did you do for it again? Oh, they used my capital. Oh, okay. And that using that capital entitles you to make more money than all the people in the supply chain, all the people who manufactures, all the, tech, the intellect that created it, and you make most of the money. You see? And then you have a Mike Cisak who believes that that system is somehow equitable and that we the people, because we want to tax some of that back, or somehow we need to be maligned. You see how that is what you call slave mentality slave mentality when they teach you how to be a slave to your to, the, to their thinking for things that are going to help them and not you remember that all right puffin says let's plan let's plan and pay for the future i agree puffin nice to see everyone and thank you egberto gracias a ti también señor thank you as well and Sarah spelt it out for me. It is Bait G. Thank you, Sarah. I, you know, I've been bastardizing your name for too long. Forgive my intransigence, please. But I think I got your name right now. All right, Eric Hayes says, hey, you go finally. FB Watch. I don't know what that is about, but you're going to have to tell me because I'm not going to play it in real time. Pay, uh, Maywood says, uh, that's true, Mike, until there's an interruption in the chain. One late delivery and the entire system breaks down. Maywood hits a nail on the head. Taxes are an expense that have to be added to the ultimate price of products. And we don't mind that. When you keep pushing the more and more taxes, you're pushing for higher price of the product. And that's good. Let's, let's have the prices of products high enough to give people a living wage and to collect enough taxes from said production so that we can have good airports, good streets, good water system, so that the droughts that we have in California can be mitigated by building canals and all these things with those tax dollars. Those tax dollars don't go to the rich. They go to everybody else. You see? Now, when you are fighting to keep products low so that that, that delta goes to the rich, 
you are just being a slave. Think about it, CSEC. It's not that difficult to calculate that. That is why all evidence shows that most of our, over the last 40 years of trickle-down economics, Reaganomics, most of the income, most of the wealth went to the very top. That is, I mean, it's a mathematical fact that has been proven with time. Remember that. Puffin, I started working again. I paid 10% in Social Security tax. I am not complaining. Just saying, if rich folks paid 10% in Social Security, would be rich. Not only that, Puffin, it's worse than that. They capped where Social Security ends at like $140,000 or something like that. After that, all, all wealthy people who make way over that, no Social Security tax. Those people who get income from capital gains, let me give you the other kicker. Let me give you the other kicker. Those who make money from capital gains, they, own, they pay a lesser amount of taxes than those people who work with your hands, those people who sweep the floors, those people who clean the toilets, those people who invent products. You go ahead and you just invest in a company and then you make a capital gain. You don't pay any of the same kind of taxes, but worse, you don't pay any ink you don't pay any uh social security tax on it either so parasites yes parasites but you know why this can maintain itself because most americans don't know and the mainstream media don't go out of their way to tell you they have you believe in that the supply chain problem is somehow a governmental problem somehow el senor biden is not doing what he's supposed to do the supply chain problem is a problem created by the by the private sector the private sector the corporations created that problem and now they want the government to bail them out here's another example of local dirty i'm not talking local dirty politics okay bruce pollard says uh never mind the batteries we need to replace coal with solar it is where the energy comes from that makes the difference co2 can be reduced absolutely I guess better mileage will help, uh, but solar farms will do uh, as much. Or uh, The reason I'm talking about battery, uh, Bruce, however, is at nighttime, what we want to do is we want to overgenerate uh, electricity and have a back-in store. And there are several ways to do a back-in store. Back-in store simply means uh, we have the energy reserve for when the sun isn't shining, for when the wind isn't blowing. And there are several techniques for back-in so stores, some more efficient than the others. Look. We could create a humongous solar uh, farm. We could then create a humongous water dike and have the solar farm uh, send electricity directly to the grid and the excess could be used to run pumps that move water up to a higher potential, a higher level. And then whenever there's no sun, that water flows out into a pond and we collect the electricity that way. And then when we have uh, power again, we pump that water back up that's a battery water is also water at a higher elevation is a battery so that's a form of a battery we can but but there are inefficiencies to pumps because you get the friction losses you get the evaporation all these other things are 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 are, are reasons why the water pump is not necessarily the best way the other ways you have the lithium batteries that you can keep that is likely going to be the most efficient form of battery storage you can also use some sort of a um, uh, lead acid type, huge lead acid type stores. Again, there are some inefficiencies there, but there are a lot of different back-end stores that we can use. 
to put away in uh, energy that are intermittent. But along with transient energies like wave energy, uh, uh, wind energy, as well as um, what's the other form of energies? Help me here, people. The other forms of energy, wind, air, solar. We, we have to start talking seriously about back in store. How do we store this energy that we collect ultimately? And that is one method of doing it. Let's see here. Okay, continuing. Folks, if you are on YouTube, please remember, go ahead and give us that thumbs up. Give us that thumbs up on YouTube so that, the, uh, so that we will get that we can actually get the algorithm to uh, do its job and uh, so that when we go into playbacks and all of that, we have more people because you thumbs it up. Uh, if you're on, on Facebook Live, please likewise as well. Go ahead and give us a like. If you're on Twitch, give us a like as well. That helps us with the algorithm. Uh, so we're counting on you to do that for us. Let me go ahead and check a few numbers here. Make sure that we're doing what we are supposed to do here on the screen as well. All right. The next thing that I wanted to talk to you about is inflation. Um, and, and then I, what I'm going to do after I talk about inflation is I'm going to... Oops, get out of there. All right. I, I want to talk about inflation for a very specific reason. Because if you listen to, if you listen to what they're saying, right? If you listen to the screen... If you listen to what most of these pundits are telling you, you will get the tendency to believe that somehow uh, it's a magical thing, right? Inflation just happens and you don't know, there's no control over what happens. There's, not, there's no magic about inflation. There's no magic. Inflation is simply the ability of those with price and power to use it. I need you to understand that. Uh, inflation is just, and again, I'm, we'll talk about supply and demand and all that good stuff, but let's realize the following. Ultimately speaking, inflation is just a, the, the ability of those who have price and power to raise the prices. All right, that's simple. A lot of people don't quite get that. They just think, oh, automatically inflation is going to happen, etc., etc., etc. That is not the case. So, let me give a good example. People would say if there is a short supply of something, the prices go up because there are more people bidding for that. That is true. That is absolutely true. But there are these things known as false scarcities or man-made scarcities or created scarcities. Meaning, we purposely make a product scarce so that we can, that, so that we, given that we have price and power, we can charge whatever we want because you have got to have it. Let's give some examples. Gasoline. Everybody's complaining about how expensive gasoline is. Uh, but you know what? It's not expensive because it needs to be expensive. I mean, we have a glut of oil. I don't look. I kind of like the idea that it's expensive, which will force people to use less. I like that. For our climate's sake, that's a good thing. But we have to realize something that is even more important. There is a lot of oil out there, from Saudi Arabia to Venezuela to 
right here in the United States and all over, we do not have a shortage of oil. What we have are those with price and power creating necessary scarcities, and they're doing two things with it. They're saying, oh, we're not doing a whole lot of investment in fossil fuels right now because of the green energy crap and all that kind of stuff. And they want you to feel some pain. They want the American people to feel energy pain so that they will run from green energy to give a good talking point to those who are against energy, renewable energies. That's the goal. There's no shortage of oil. So therefore, the idea that somehow the price of, uh, of gasoline today is justified, you're being snowed. You're being lied to. This is a manipulation of markets. Like I told you, everybody likes to talk about the free market and somehow the market is some, something that runs on its own. The market is something that is controlled by a few. Don't you ever believe that we have some free market. If you really want a system that works, you'll have something that's called free enterprise, which is what I believe in. Free enterprise with a strong social safety net. Let me tell you a, little, a, a few things here that do not belong in the market. If you break your leg, you want to be taken care of. Do you want to have to shop around to see which hospital or doctor will give you the better deal? And then they collude among each other to decide that we're going to keep these prices artificially high. I have a daughter right now on her second stroke. I am scared to see what they're going to try to charge her. But I'm going to tell her, let's use you as the example to why America needs Medicare for all. We are going to use my daughter as a template as to the pilfering by the healthcare industry. When those bills come and we create that narrative that something that can happen to anybody and they would otherwise cause you to go bankrupt. Go bankrupt. Puffin says, this is Egypt. Thanks, Tillis. Welcome, Puffin. I'll get back on inflation and well. I need to salute my peeps. Puffin, Bruce, yes, buy mansion. But this coal plants convert them to biomass. Okay, let's see what else we have. Um... Uh, welcome aboard, John Gormick. Eric Hayes says, blaming the companies that create jobs and you want to put the power in the government. Whoa, that is not equitable. So should be enslaved to the government. You're, you cannot be, uh, let me try to repeat this again to our people who have allowed the right wing to turn them into slaves. You can't enslave yourself. The government is we, the people. The corporations is we, the shareholders. A little bit of people Control the corporations who controls you. And we don't need corporations for jobs. A lot of people all over the place can give jobs. And if a corporations want to withhold their jobs, we just have to nationalize them. If they are necessary to keep the country going. That would be the that would be the patriotic thing to do in a lot of in a, in a lot of industries. Like in the health industries, why should we allow people to benefit from your pain? Benefit from your illness, benefit from your sickness, something that happens to us all. Again, let's remove the chains from our minds. Let's remove the chains from our minds. Let's not look. Corporations, our economic masters, understood that slavery was no longer level necessary. We didn't need to enslave based on hue anymore. We didn't need to enslave based on how people look to use that division. We could enslave by controlling your minds. And that's what they're doing today. Today, uh, 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 
Tom Hartman had a great piece written. It, it, he named it, uh, Why the GOP Has Enthusiastically Embraced Cruelty. When I talk to Tom Hartman sometime this week, I'm going to say, my God, Tom, I love your article. You just shouldn't have singled out the Republicans only. You should have singled out anybody who does not believe in Medicare for all. Anybody who does not believe in child leave, I mean, family leave, that is who embraces cruelty, irrespective of party. Irrespective of party, we should start putting that message out. All right, let's see. Um, Peggy Lopez says, good morning. Just waking up, find you in my living room. Great morning. Going to get a cup of coffee and enjoy the information and the company. Love you, Peggy Lopez. How are you doing? Puffin says, blessings on your coffee and day, Peggy. Peggy, uh, let's see what else we got here. Puffin says, I am all for nationalizing and transparency and democracy and socialism. Start with Facebook and Pfizer. It's funny because most of these drugs we created. Uh, let's see, Peggy says, getting away from shareholders, share of the cost of goods would lower the cost of goods for everyone to raise up financially. And that's the magic word you just said, Peggy Lopez. Uh, new podcast, uh, Broke with Ray Suarez by The Economic Hardship Reporting. Check it out. Ray Suarez podcast began October 18th and each podcast episode, 20 to 28 minutes, excellent briefs. Mike Cisak says, so when prices go up, higher than wages, you end uh, up losing buying power. Egberto, you are admitting you want more people poorer. False. Let me give you, a, let's correct the lie that Mike Cisak has learned from the right wing. If employment is worth, if, if the cost of labor to the total cost of a product is less than 25%, but when, you but when you pay a worker more, somehow that product increases by more than the percentage based on labor, you're being ripped off. And let me give a perfect example. This one didn't involve labor, but it involved the dollar store. The dollar store said, we can no longer charge a dollar for these products because everything is cost more. So instead, we're probably going to be on average $1.25. The stocks didn't go up by a few percentage points. The stock flew up. Why? Because that is how capitalism, the form that we practice, work. We look for an excuse to pilfer the average American citizen. Then we tell the Mike Cisex of the world the reason these prices are going up faster than the price that than the delta cost for labor is because we have to pay for labor. But somehow. The fractional cost of labor into that product is much higher than the, than the increase that they paid that worker. You see, remember, there are a lot of things that remain static and some things fall in price, even as labor goes up, but you never see that. They use the excuse to pilfer you. They keep you less than smart so that you would believe them and you don't do your research and then you fall for the misinformation. Regulators created the problem. I love to hear how you say that. Regulators created the problem until the problem needed regulators to prevent the problem in the first place. Circular thinking, you think, Hayes? All right, Puffin says, thank you for telling me and telling everyone, Egberto, I did not know that I just knew mathematically they are not paying. They're not, yeah. 
Uh, Puffin nationalized Pfizer? We should. But Pfizer, I think, is a foreign company. We'd have to look at Moderna or the others. All right. Twitter just admitted they promote right-wing speech but blame AI. Machine learning reminds me of DNC saying cinema, the machine bowl. Bridge MCP, hey all, popped on for a minute or so. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Welcome aboard. Uh, we got bow to her queen of, uh, let's see, who is that? Puffin. All right, Eric Hayes is replying to somebody else. Hydro and geothermal, hot rocks, three energy. Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, geothermal, that's, that's what it is. Linda Joe Kessinger, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, 11 matching, nine thumbs up. Thank you. Come on, folks, give me them thumbs up. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we Egberto, I want to talk inflation. Uh, so speak right now because we're in Washington, D.C. in a micro studio. I don't have the... Uh, if you got my newsletter today, you see that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get the calls back in. So uh, when I figure that out, you'll be able to actually talk. But we can talk inflation till kingdom come. Inflation is created by those who have price and power. Uh, that's an absolute statement. I could, I could charge, I could keep my price the same and just let everything sell out because I know what I'm charging is a fair price. But if I go ahead and I say, because people want this so much more, I'm going to raise my price as high as possible, it means that only people who make a lot of money ultimately get the best things. You see? You don't look at that equation, right? And that's why I said there are certain things that it, that's okay, but there are certain areas, food, housing, where that shouldn't be. And if one believed in humanity, they would have got that right away. It's that simple. Okay, let's see. Eric Hayes, man-made scarcity is the government creating all the crisis to stay in power. Okay, I... Eric Hayes, I gave you an example of man-made scarcity with oil. I pointed out and I gave you the examples. I gave you the fact-based information that, uh, that Saudi Arabia is, is a wash in oil that's ready to ship. They can turn on the spigot or turn it off as much as they want. And Venezuela, we created all the mal, mal issues in Venezuela, even though Venezuela has terrible oil. A lot of sulfur in Venezuelan oil. But... There's not a problem with us finding oil. We have a lot of oil. It's not the government that created that scarcity. It's private sector for an ulterior motive. Wow, I, am, I, I have four videos to show. and We have already gotten to 38 minutes. There is so much I wanted to talk about. So what I'm going to do right now is I think it is time for my ask. If you are on, uh, if you are on YouTube right now, I want to ask you to go ahead and click that join button please become a part of our pdr posse please allow us to continue doing what we're doing here informing americans about the truth letting them know how things really work as opposed to the spin that you're going to get from mainstream media as opposed to the spin that you get when you hear politicians both democrats and republicans going back and forth the reality is actually many times a lot simpler and that's what we do here when i speak about inflation I am not telling you something you can't research on your own. When I say that inflation is based on those who have price and power, they decide that they want to raise the price of a product. You can say, oh, well, you know, I mean, no matter how they raise the price of a product, eventually the product sells out, right? But they don't care. They are going to maximize how much they make on the product and for whoever can afford to get that product. Don't believe it. We are here to tell you the truth. 
We are here to tell you how things really work. We are here to tell you that don't buy the crap about scarcity. And, and the reason why we're here to tell you that we don't want the Virginia race to go south because of misinformation. Oh, the Democrats are not doing anything. Well, 48 of them are in the Senate and over uh, 220 of them are 210 of them in the House are doing the right thing. Nine, over 90% of them. We are here to tell the truth. We're here to give you the facts. So please, if you are on YouTube, click that join button and become a part of our PDR Posse. Also consider, please, 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 go ahead and uh, support us by going to politicsunright.com support. That's our catch-all. But if you want to, if you are not on YouTube, if you are on one of our other channels, please go ahead and click politicsunright.com YouTube, politicsunright.com YouTube. I put all these links into the feed to become a part of the PDR Posse. Alternatively, you can go to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon, politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. We, of course, support politicsdoneright.paypal uh, at politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. And, you know, you can get all our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books, politicsdoneright.com slash books. In my books, from the, from the first one, as I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. You learn everything you need to learn about the economy in an easy-to-understand manner. The second book after that was How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. If we are going to make a change, we can only talk to those who believe the things that we believe. We have to be able to tell them this narrative. We have to learn how to talk to them and let them speak. And, like, and the third book, How to Make America Utopia, How to Take Away This Rigged Economy from Those Who Rigged It. That really tells us how we can start that growth. So please consider getting either one of my books or all three of my books. They're really, really worth it. And I promise you, you will learn a lot. And you can get our t-shirts and our caps and hoodies, all of that at politicsandright.com store. But most importantly, please click that join button if you are on YouTube or click that... Um, or go ahead and join our Patreon. Uh, I'm going to pause a bit and let you hear. Oh, beforehand, let me go to more people because more of you are talking. More of you are, are here and I don't want to leave anybody's comments unanswered. So the videos are, 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 the, the, the videos are going to be there. So let, let's go ahead and... Uh, wow, I didn't realize there were so many messages here. Um, uh, wow, Zuckerberg blocks me for 30 days. That's a bad thing. YouTube just shuts, sh uh, shadow bans me, but see, share my channel. Eric Hayes, uh, let's see. Puffin says, Obama let some solar power steal like 300 million and go bankrupt the next. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, but he, there's a backstory to that. Ready Temp, welcome aboard. Biden prevented searching for oil on government land. That didn't help. No, 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 no. Searching for government oil on, on government land over the ni last nine months would not have brought any oil on that we need today, okay? There's a lot of oil in, in, in Venezuela, a lot of oil that already discovered in the Gulf, a lot of oil already discovered in Saudi Arabia, Mexico, all these other places, Canada, etc. We don't have an oil shortage. We have, uh, we have a pricing power issue here. You think free enterprise is evil? No, nope, I believe in free enterprise. I think capitalism, unfettered capitalism is evil. That is what's evil. Learn the difference. In the 80s, a little town in Oklahoma became a ghost town because the oil industry decided to shut down the oil boom in the area. The capped off oil wells are still visible in Oklahoma. Yep, 
Poverty, military, war. Exactly. Let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP says, good thumbs up went up. Yep, thank you. Uh, we went and we can end racism, poverty, and war and white supremacy. Republicans. Eric Hayes, no, it's the government, the powerful, almighty. Keep, keep drinking the Kool-Aid, Eric Hayes. It'll continue to enslave your mind. And you know what happens, right? Eventually, you get into that, that permanent form of being. You know, a lot of people that have been uh, munching own syndrome. Uh, munch, I don't remember. There's a syndrome that's called when you, when you start to protect your enslaver. That's how I find many people on the right. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Tom C. says, strong unions needed to make employees shareholders and share profits. Do you know that's what Germany does, Tom? Uh, more competition between companies increases efficiency, productivity, and reduce prices and inflation. True. True. But we also need controls on shareholders and control on uh, bonuses and what these guys at the top makes. We've got to pull that money right back out of them and throw it back into the economy because otherwise their parasitic their parasitic behavior is there. Norman Reynolds, welcome aboard my brother. Welcome aboard. Eric Hayes says Facebook is a drug. Yes, it is. Mike Cisak, fact. We in the U.S. are producing 2 million barrels less now than we did a year ago. This is due to the freeze on federal land lease across the U.S. That's a false statement because those wells are still producing on private lands. Trying to drill on new uh, government land is just there to say let's hold on to let's get let's start exploring for oil for the future we don't want oil for the future we want solar for the future we want clean energy for the future so why give more government land to do more exploring on taking up stuff that's going to throw right back into the air it makes no sense all right, Maywood says, well, replying to Eric Hayes. Eric Hayes, Egberto, it's, it might be your sideways thinking. No, it's not. It's your slave mentality, my brother. But that's okay. We keep coming to Politics Unright. We'll learn together. Saludos, Politics Unright. De mi hermano, Roberto Lewis. Thank you for being here, Roberto Lewis, my brother. How are you doing? Norman Reynolds, another brother, says, listening to inactive process, GOP purists, being a slave to current talking points ignores what you believed yesterday. It's, it's amazing, right? That is what you... Norman, you hit the nail on the head because that's true. They used to believe in other things until now. From the vaccine to uh, balancing budgets to what they are believe as far as investing in. But it changes, right? Peggy Lopez says, Egberto, from watching this program, I have found more chains on, I have, I have found more chains on my mind. I have been working with the chains that are proverbial. I am so glad, I am so glad you've been finding them and releasing yourself from them. Peggy Lopez, love you, my dear sister. I love you, my dear sister. Keep remembering these concepts because that is how we're going to free our minds. They depend on us to be chained. They need us to be chained. They need us to do the work of the wealthy. They need us to do the work of the plutocracy. John Gormick says, health insurance companies are merely middlemen. The high cost of healthcare in the US is a large part due to the ridiculous administrative costs. Yes, that's why a single payer would solve that problem. Medicare for all. Eric Hayes, you print money and the value of the dollar goes down and the rich stay rich no matter what. 
Again, a complete misunderstanding of what's known as a currency that is sovereign. We have a sovereign currency. That means we determine its value. And it only becomes worthless, no matter how much we expand it, when there is more supply of products and services than there are, there is a demand for those products and services. Then at that point, money starts to lose its value. That's the reason why with all this spending that we've been doing over year after year, trillions in spending, what we in Keynes, believe in Keynesian economics and money, modern monetary theory, we have already proven that we are right. It's not like we had to, I mean, the, the, the math was always there, but we've proven to be right. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Norman Reynolds says, if one's become to see clean air, is not a natural resource. Exactly. Mainstream media spins for the government look at the CNN interview with Biden last week. I didn't think it was a spin. I thought it was pretty darn good. The last five presidential elections, California voter registration averaged 6,939 per year, 2020 election, 14... <laughs> Again, why do people buy... Anyway, we'll go to another, another one. Let, let's continue. Oh, wow. I need to get to a video, but let's, let's go ahead. Peggy Lopez, that was to somebody else. Aircraft at about 3.5% of total global climate hotening. I didn't know that, but I believe you given your source. Uh, Kathy Courtney says, also take time to listen to some of this podcast. It's best of the left. They have very good podcasts. Absolutely so. Uh, Egberto, here is my inflation example. My feed costs up 120% from last year. My fertilizer costs up 98% from last year. My fuel costs up 78% from last year. Yet prices for feeder calves is lower than last year. Let me tell you something. Uh, you know what? You, proved, you just proved my point. You have no price in power because you have enslaved yourself to the system. If you went ahead and said those people didn't have authority for that pricing based on what their values are, it would make a difference. But you see, you are their sucker. You have to have that feed. You have to have that feed so they have price in power. They can charge you whatever they want. The government had nothing to do with that. It's the private sector who gave you that price. The private sector decided that since just maybe I can do it, I will. Don't you ever forget that. There's no shortage of these chemicals. There's no shortage of the grass. There's no shortage of the feed. But they have price and power over you and you are the sucker who can pay it. Remember what I said price and power is. I will take as much money as you make, as much money as you've saved, and as much credit worthiness as you have. That is a total amount that you are worth to me, and then I take it, capitalize it, and give it to the shareholder. That is the system. That is our economic system. Until we learn that and stop being indoctrinated, we will never, ever get it, and they will continue to pilfer us over and over again. My God, it's not a difficult concept, people. You just have to start believing your eyes. You just have to believe in what you pay. Barbara Wilkes, welcome. The hospital bill for the last month of my husband's life was $261,000 in 2016, 
was paid for by Social Security, luckily. And you know what? It's a shame. That's just a transfer of wealth for failure. Sorry to hear about your husband passing. I, I, I truly am sorry. For the longest, I, I sat down next to my daughter with her in bad shape. And I, I, you know, the pain of not knowing what the possibilities would have been. Luckily, it looks like she is on the mend. But I feel you, Miss Wilts. I feel you. And that $261,000, think about this. It's the only business where you continue to be paid even for failure. Your husband is no longer with us. But they want you to pay for not being able to keep him with us. Think about that. That is our economic system. That is how it works. Success or failure irrespective in the healthcare system and that's why it does not belong in the private sector. Oh man, I'm not going to get to these videos. Well, it seems like I'm getting close to the end. Oh, I'm not going to get to these videos. We only have seven minutes left. But I love you guys and I love that you guys gave me an opportunity to talk to you about all these different issues that, that you brought up here today. Sovereign currency becomes worthless in the current administration. Evidently, it is not because it's still buying a whole lot of stuff. Learn about sovereign currency. Hayes, instead of talking from the hip, brother, please. Please, that's why you come to politics then right, so that we can enlighten each other and talk to other folks on, uh, in, our, in our chat. We got some smart people in the chat. Barbara Wills just joined us. She just told you her story. Munchausen, thank you, John Gormick. Munchausen is that disease where you start to adopt the beliefs. You start to feel a kinship with your enslaver, with your capturer. And that's what happens to many on the right. But that's okay. I still love them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kathy Courtney says, tax the mother... <laughs> I won't say it. Uh, I, I like how you said Tax the mother forkin rich. Reports from the Pandora reports and other financial tricks. I love the way you said that. All right. Let's see. Current inflation is temporary due to the pent-up demand, pen demand caused by the pandemic. We need to worry more about resurgence of COVID that could crash the economy and then deflation would be a bigger problem. You, you are, you are uh, what should I say about you, Tom C? You have vision. Uh, you have vision. It's something that we should be concerned about. You're absolutely right, Tom C. All right, look, it seems like I've got, let's see, it's at 12.55 right now. I have, I think I have one video that is three minutes. I will play the video about, um, no, I don't have enough time for that one either. Let's go ahead about the filibuster video real quick. Check this out. This senator, Angus King, he is a supporter of the filibuster, but when you actually get an Angus King to be concerned about the filibuster and actually come out with numbers like this he actually thought about it and just sees that it's not working look it is time it is time to kill the filibuster check this out then we'll take it on the other side 
What's happening now, though, is there seems to be no forthcoming discussion from the Republicans, no interest in any part of the bill that we voted on today, which, as you point out, was a compromise bill worked out by Joe Manchin, a former secretary of state, a guy who really believes in voting rights. But they're not coming back with any any further discussion. The filibuster and Joe's theory of the filibuster is it forces bipartisanship. It forces the parties to, to work together. That theory only works if, if both of the parties are willing to meet at the table. If one of them just uses it as sheer unadulterated obstruction, which is what happened today, then, you know, that's when, as I as you pointed out, I say, you know, democracy has to trump a rule. Uh, you know, this 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 is not in not in the, the filibuster, not in the Constitution. We need to restore the Senate to what it was back you know, when Lawrence worked there and when I worked there 40 years ago, the filibuster was very rarely used. Now we have we have to have cloture votes on deputy secretaries of, of defense. I mean, everything requires either a, 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 a cloture vote uh, for nominees or 60 votes for anything substantive. That's not what the framers intended. They didn't intend a supermajority in the Senate. And here we are. Let me let me give you one piece of math, Rachel, that I think you'll find surprising. You can get 41 votes out of the current Senate, which was enough to block any legislation. And if you take the states that those 41 senators represent, add all the population together, you get 24 percent of the American people. So the situation we're in now is that 24 percent of the American people have an effective veto over anything that 76% of the American people think is important public policy. I don't think that squares with democratic theory. Those numbers are staggering. And we cannot continue to allow that. And that is, that is what creates major, major dissension in a country. When one group of people, a majority, continue to feel the boot on the neck from those who have, don't, do not have their interest at hand or those who don't give them the wherewithal of the things for what they, they, they want or need, that is unsustainable. That is completely unsustainable and something has to be done about it. The filibuster must go. Joe Manchin, are you listening? Christine Cinema, are you listening? Uh, representatives that are hiding behind those who still claim they support it, we're watching. We absolutely so. Let me let me let me point out something that is so important, right? Because uh, Angus King, Senator Angus King, said it clearly. Here's the important thing: forty because the the Senate is the most undemocratic representative form of government. It means, and, and also because these red states are generally very rural, have a little bit of people in them, it turns out that 41 states that can block the filibuster represents only 24% of the American population. I mean, that is the most undemocratic thing one could ever envision. Anyhow, let's see what else I got real quick. Oh, you went to walk the dog. Peggy Lopez, see you tomorrow. Uh, Kathy Courtney says, good point. Democracy must trump a rule. Absolutely. Deb Denny says, when? Eric Hayes says, this guy was there 40 years ago. How about term limits? Why? He's a good senator and his people still like them. What, whatever happened to democracy? 
when all they have to do is not show up for a vote, it kind of defeats the purpose. Absolutely. So, okay, folks, we got to get out of here. I want to first ask you again, if you are on YouTube, please go ahead and click that. First of all, give us a thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up now. But alternatively also, or as well, please click that uh, join button and become a part of our PDR Posse. Become a part of our team. We do need you to keep to continue doing what we are doing right now. Please likewise uh, go ahead and subscribe at politicsandright.com slash YouTube. politicsandright.com slash YouTube. You can also become a patron. We need a lot of patrons. We're running... We, 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 we've stagnated on patrons. Some of you, please become patrons. Um, you can go to politicsandright.com slash patron. politicsandright.com slash patron. Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Alternatively, you can also go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Either give us one-time support at politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Or if you want to do it, you can do it as a recurring. Your choice. Uh, you can get our hoodies and all that good stuff at our store politicsandright.com slash store. You can also get our books at politicsandright.com slash books. politicsandright.com slash books. Maybe I will be able to scan this and tell you politicsandright.books. There it is. Folks, it's been my honor to be... Oh, one last one. politicsandright.com slash support is the catch-all. It's been my honor to have all of you, my lefties, my righties, my right in the middle, everybody. Honestly, we have frank conversation here. I tell it as I see it. You tell it as you see it. We try to make sure that we're talking from the same list of facts. I hope that those of you who know that I'm very left and those of you on the right stick with me because together, eventually, we will hit that point where folks start seeing everything. I I love all of you. No kidding. You are the PDR Posse. You are the ones who can go out there and make a difference. So, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.